www.acca.com. I am really excited today because I have the distinct pleasure of welcoming a colleague and now friend, Jerry Scott, to our podcast. Welcome, Jerry. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Evelyn. I really appreciate it. And we've been talking over the last couple of years and doing different things together. Um, So this is wonderful to have the opportunity to introduce you to our listeners and people participating and listening to ACCA Law's um, podcast, but also it's for you to share more about what you do. So I'm gonna give a quick bio everyone on Jerry Scott, um, and then we'll start, okay? Sounds great, thank you. So Jerry is a portfolio manager and a branch manager with Raymond James Limited. He has over 30 years experience in the industry. Jerry established his own IROC dealership branch in 1998. And in 2011, he joined Raymond James and Limited and services his clients from his office in Coquitlam. He holds a certified financial planner designation, a chartered investment manager designation, and a certified retirement planning counselor designation, and is also a life insurance representative. Jerry is an advisor at Raymond James that is licensed in the United States. He is licensed to serve clients in Hawaii, Arizona, California, Utah, and Washington, just to mention a few. He is the creator of two apps. One is called Snowbirds US Day Tracker and the Canada Physical Presence Tracker. And these two apps are available on iTunes and Google Play, and I have them as well on my phone. And um, Jerry splits his time between Vancouver and Maui, both gorgeous places. He's a true outdoors person when it comes to his time away from the office. So that is Jerry Scott. Welcome again. Thank you. Thank you. So, Jerry, can you tell me before we get into kind of the questioning um, that I have in terms of how you work and what you do for clients cross border? Why did you get into this area? What was it that that got you interested? Well, there's two sides to every business. One um, to run a successful business, you have to be very entrepreneurial. I honestly believe that anybody is entrepreneurial. Uh, 10, 15 years from now, we're going to be treating it with drugs. <laughs> because it's a it's a very interesting business. There's ups and downs and uh, all the above that comes with owning your own business. You know, the reason why I got into it, it, it like a, a lot of folks, um, you find out at a very young age your passion in life. And my passion in life was was always asking questions. From the time I was four years old, um, <laughs> you know, your parents would give you direction, and I was the guy. I was the sibling that always asked why. You know, I wanted to have a, a definition of the yes or no answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, curiosity has always been something that's been, uh, uh, you know, if you can list that as a hobby. But I really do enjoy helping people. And in the space that we're in, when it, when an American moves south, uh, sorry, when America moves up north here or Canadians move south, it really is very complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they will move for, for many reasons, uh, love, politics. Uh, we're finding COVID, people coming home because of COVID and borders being locked up. But, you know, being a, a money person, being very, very young and uh, wanting to have 
um, a nice lifestyle, maybe more than what my parents were able to provide with the, the, the trades that they chose. Um, I really did want to help people with one of the most complex things they can manage, yeah. which is money. And uh, so I believe I got into the business for all the right reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm never one to be shy, always asking the questions and always wanting to be uh, to help people. And, uh, you know, when every time we meet somebody and if there's a, if we have mutual friends that when we always say, uh, be kind to everybody because you never know, you never we're know. all connected. Mm-hmm. We're all connected. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I know that's been the experience of the clients and the people we've sent your way is they just feel very cared for, you know, very respected and very understood. And I think that is a really important when you're doing this kind of, you know, um, very important work. You want to know that you feel good with the person that's taking care of your money. Um, so let's get started in our questions, Derry. Um, you have a very unique business model as a wealth management provider in Canada. And you also have the designation of being licensed in both the U.S. and Canada, which is pretty unique. Can you expand on the services you provide for Americans moving to Canada once they have their PR cards? Yeah, the biggest thing that shocks a lot of um, uh, a lot of Americans when they move up to Canada is they have all these retirement vehicles. May they be the the Roth IRAs, the IRAs, the four hundred three Bs, the four hundred one Ks. What what they find out very quickly when they move to Canada, they got their Canadian address. They believe that they're able to maintain that relationship with that that advisor that they've worked with for many many years. Sadly, that advisor in the United States. As soon as there's a change of address to a Canadian address, that account gets frozen. Mm. And um, the American firms do not have the exemption in most cases to be able to manage, continue to manage that relationship. So that's the biggest thing that usually we get calls from yourself or the U.S. accountants that are going to continue to file their U.S. tax returns. We get that call and there's a problem. Yeah. And we're here to solve that problem because if, when you're licensed in both countries, you're able to accommodate that person. We can use a Canadian address. We are licensed with FINRA. So we're going to continue to maintain those assets in the United States. Uh, so that's the biggest thing that we're finding when mm. Americans move up to Canada here. That's great. No, I think it makes perfect sense because I definitely have clients who, have, you know, we do a lot of cross border work and they don't think about that. What's going to happen to my investments? You know, and I think it's one of those things, just like you buy a house or whatever, you put your kids in school in Canada, you have to think about what happens to all that money that you've worked accumulating, and now you've left the country. So um, I think having somebody like you with that expertise is really critical. Um, And I know it's come up even in terms of somebody we know who, you know, lost a spouse, and then you have to deal with the state issues on top of all of that before you can even move money. So it's very, very complicated for sure. are you one of the few people that's licensed on both sides? It seems very rare. Well, it's becoming, um, uh, we find that with Raymond James, there is a lot of advisors that are taking their Series 7 and, and becoming U.S. licensed. Um, so there are a lot of advisors uh, that, that do can do a very good job. And other, other advisors are just, just starting to get into this field. Mm-hmm. And there's so much to learn. I mean, fast forward six years, and I'll tell you something. I mean, it's, Every day we're learning something. I mean, when Americans are, when Canadians are moving back home, they're going through that immigration process. And mm-hmm. and if they've had a green card, um, it's almost like, and you could expand on this, is it's almost as if they were renouncing. And what is their threshold for the, um, 
you know, what are the tax implications? So there's advisors that actually, that, that know, know this well. And then there's advisors that are just starting to get into it. And Mm -hmm. I always caution people uh, that uh, make sure that uh, uh, you're you're sourcing out the right advisor, not just doing your, uh, a friend a favor because he's now licensed in the States. Yeah. There's Uh, a lot of potential risk, right? Oh, it's ongoing. And, and what we also find is that the advisors that are not licensed in the States, through the treaty, you're able to transfer some of these pensions through a 90, I think it's called a, a, a 60J rollover. And sadly, a lot of the Americans that move up to Canada here might want to go home one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all want to go home. And uh, so I think you got to be careful that sometimes if you do the, the 60J rollover, where you're taking a pension plan and rolling into an RSP, uh, you might be doing that kind of disservice if they intend to go home one day uh, because you're, you're you're trapping them in a as beautiful as Canada is. And <laughs> you and I talk about this all the time. Yeah. Um, Canada, you have to pay a lot higher taxes. Yeah. And you don't want to trap somebody in a higher tax jurisdiction. I mean, it. it uh, so you want to make sure that when there's you're looking at all the possibilities and options available for these Americans. That's great. And that's the that's the biggest thing you find. Mm-hmm. That's great. No, I really appreciate that insight because what I do is purely immigration and then we find them you or also finding them a cross-border accountant. Like does Raymond James, do you provide that accounting support or usually refer that out too? You know, most times um, uh, because it's very important for all of us professionals to have multiple relationships on the Mm -hmm. immigration side, the U.S. side. Um, You know, we form these teams where clients are well looked after. Um, Raymond James does provide uh, U.S. tax services and Canadian tax services. Um, I haven't been um, a, a big user of that service mm-hmm. because I have uh, uh, friends like yourself that can provide great tax advice and great immigration advice. So I tend to kind of uh, look for the third party, looking for the personalities that we can match people with. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the biggest thing that we're trying to do when when someone is introduced to us and looking for other services. Okay, no, that's perfect. You are listening to immigration lawyer Evelyn Aka on the Ask Canada Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka podcast with information about moving to Canada and the United States for work, for family, for life. Aka Business Immigration Law is based in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, with virtual offices in Toronto and Vancouver and helps professionals and individuals move to new opportunities. So, Jerry, I know you've created two very interesting day tracking tools. Can you tell me about them and what was the motivation to create them? I think they're fabulous. Well, the first app, which is, you know, um, which is now we're into our eighth year, I believe. Wow. And there's a new version coming out. Um, it's been, been just submitted to uh, Apple and uh, Google Play. Uh, it's called the Snowbird US Day Tracker. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to say, selfishly, these apps were designed for myself initially and our clients initially that, that have homes down south and being an avid golfer. Um, it's very complex. I mean, uh, people get uh, immigration and tax, U.S. tax. Uh, they, they kind of put them two together mm-hmm. and they confuse everybody around them. And it's not uncommon for a bunch of uh, Canadian snowbirds to be sitting around the campfire in, in their RVs and somebody being knowledgeable and just giving this crazy advice uh, about the six-month rule or the uh, the 183 over three mm-hmm. years. 
one being immigration and of course one being tax. So we created these apps and uh, intended for our clients and our friends. And it's become a very, very large business out there uh, that's turned into um, everybody in Canada is downloading the Snowbird app. That's we get great. a lot of questions. So I think more importantly, what it really allowed us to do, Evelyn, is create an audience. Um, it's, it's set up as an OBA, outside business activity, away mm-hmm. from Raymond James. Mm-hmm. And it's allowed us to create referrals for the partners that we work with, people like yourself, and then on the U.S. tax side. But it's been oh. fun. I mean, people call you up and you would have never met these people. <laughs> so it's nice to share what we've learned and not getting in the lane of the immigration officer or getting in the or the immigration lawyer and not getting in the lane of the U.S. tax, mm-hmm. but really being very generic and then providing the uh, the right um, professionals that they can deal with to really take care of their concerns. So, so it's Jerry, been fun. Yeah, it sounds great. And it, it looks great. And I've got to use it. But I haven't been traveling to the U.S. as much as we used to before COVID. But uh, we're back to that again. But tell me, what is it? How does it work? I mean, basically, when they travel, they're indicating if they're in the States every time. No, what we've done is that rather than using a, um, uh, 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 oh, I can't, you know, not being a technical person. Um, usually what happens, Canadians, when they go down south, they turn off their phone. Yes. So we don't want to use this notification. Uh, where they go across the border. What we like people to do is they learn a lot more if they build each trip in individually. Okay. Um, because what happens is that I don't know if the technology would ever help somebody who actually left, kept on going back and forth across the border. That from a from a GPS point of view, that would be very, very difficult to yeah. to monitor. So this way we say, go to the app and they spend more time on the app and it becomes one of their uh, their favorite apps i hope uh, <laughs> that they can enter all this information in so that was the uh, the snowbird us day tracker just mm-hmm. making sure you 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 build all this information and what this app is going to be and what it becomes down the road i mean uh, we have relationships with realtors mm-hmm. buying a place in the states is so complex for a canadian person mm-hmm. Uh, so we want to make sure that we we build that audience and we do these little avatar videos that you've participated yep. in. Yeah. And it's it's really out there to educate that snowbird traveler heading down south and uh, just providing a really nice, honest uh, group of professionals that they can work with. That's great. And so you also created another one. That's the one for people coming into Canada, the Canada Physical Presence Tracker. This is newer, correct? Yeah, this one was released in 2021. And like you say, like you mentioned it, it's called the Canada Physical Presence Tracker. That is really set up for a lot of the uh, Americans that are coming to Canada or any foreigner immigrant that comes mm-hmm. to Canada. Um, and you could you could expand on this. But when you do get your pre- permanent residence card and, and Evelyn's being successful in getting that whole process uh, uh, set up for yourself, you are required to track 1,095 days over the next five years uh, physically in Canada, which then will lead to uh, the renewal or even citizenship. And of course, that's that's your field. But we set up that app to um, for people like Evelyn that she could pass it on uh, to your clients. And, uh, it, you know, once again, being in the cross-border space, there's so much to know. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to build a tool that was going to be able to help people rather than going to the spreadsheet and and trying to figure it out. So 
that was our motivation. I think it's a great idea. I mean, one of our plans now that things are kind of stabilizing with cross-border immigration is to be able to send that app out with our clients once they get their PR. So I think there'll be more people reaching out and looking at that because it is easier if you have that constancy in your mind that you've got to keep track, especially now that people are traveling again back and forth and all over the world. Um, to, and so to, to help them to maintain their permanent residence before they get citizenship is really valuable. Um, so is there anything else? I want to talk to you about business clients. So for instance, what are the services you provide for entrepreneurs and business owners, Jerry? Well, really what it is in Canada, it really comes down to your, your stay in Canada. So outside of the business market, people that are coming home, entrepreneurial people, we also work with professional athletes. Mm. And these athletes, you know, once they uh, they get traded to the Vancouver Canucks, <laughs> um, what they end up doing is their intent is um, sometimes the Sedins and some of these yeah. other people make uh, Vancouver their home and continue to work for the club. Some of them come over on a on a five year contract, six year contract, and we set up things that are called a uh, it's called a compensation uh, a retirement compensation arrangement. And really what that is, is because we've got a tax treaty with Sweden, mm -hmm. these people can put a bunch of money into this trust, into this compensation arrangement. And the intent is when they go home, we have a tax treaty uh, with Sweden. They pay their 25% tax on this, uh, on the, uh, the windup of the uh, RCA, uh, we'll call it, we'll give it the acronym. Mm -hmm. And that allows, it just allows them to set up. So that takes care of those play people that are hockey players that are coming to Canada and want to go home one day. Um, and I've never been to Sweden in this case. Um, mm -hmm. And I hear Sweden is as beautiful as Canada. I mean, yeah. very friendly people. And then when it comes to business owners, there's all kinds of things that we could be doing for them. It could be individual pension plans. It could be RRSPs. Uh, some things we have to avoid, things like TFSAs, if, if they continue to file U.S. tax returns. Uh, there's a lot of, um, uh, we always take the the direction of the accountant. It's really one accountant says do it, the other one says don't do it. And that's why we take the uh, the advice from the accounting firms, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is really just making sure that these 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 the immigrant business owners or entrepreneurial people that come into Canada, it can be very, very, um, uh, running businesses in Canada is, is tough as uh, even if you when you were born and raised in this country. So I can imagine it could be very difficult for an immigrant person coming into mm -hmm. Canada and setting up a business. And one of the things that you and I have talked about um, a lot is when you you establish a team, you have your advisor that you can feel comfortable with, making sure that your immigration lawyer is working with that advisor, um, the referral that goes off to the banking people, mm -hmm. uh, people that go, the, the referral that goes off to the uh, the accountants, just making sure that you have a really good team in place and and you're aware of everything and the benefits that you're going to provide for your employees. Um, uh, we have a referral that we work with a, a, a very experienced person in Vancouver. Yes, we're licensed to do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, trust me, when you're doing uh, Canadian uh, Canadian investments, U.S. investments, U.S. law, Canadian uh, law, um, we farm off. There's a specialty. 
we have to farm that out because we can't be everything to everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm the same. We do exactly the same thing. I think it gives the client a better experience for sure. Cause you're in your wheelhouse. You're doing what you do well. Um, so let me just ask you another question. In your opinion, do immigrant business owners have the same priorities and concerns as Canadian born entrepreneurs? Um, I think they, I think they do. Um, I think it's uh, there's so many more things that are like I say, being raised in this country and 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 being born in this country, um, it's difficult for myself to mm-hmm. to build businesses and, and and move forward. I would imagine it's got to be uh, that much more difficult for an uh, immigration a person who's coming into Canada as an immigrant with the point of establishing a business. Um, as as beautiful as country Canada is, we do pay the piper. We pay a lot of tax. Uh, our tax system, I think, can be very, very complicated. Um, the U.S. system, when I when I get to learn it, it seems, from my point of view, it seems to be a little bit more favorable. I don't know if you agree or disagree. Maybe it's just the lower tax rates. Yeah, I uh, agree. Put a bigger smile on my face. But Canada <laughs> is a very high-taxed country. And we provide all these wonderful benefits for we people, do. but they don't come free. So I would say that it's got to be very, very intimidating. And the importance of people like yourself and the bankers and and all these other professionals you need to surround yourself with, I think it becomes even that much more important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. I mean, from my client experience, you know, we have work with a lot of business owners, and they may have been very successful back home, but when they're transferring or doing intercompany transfer or buying a business in Canada, they find it is more about how things work. You know, the systems, the 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 registry, the, all the different things are different and also having a, a network. So I think a part of our job too is to help them, to help them develop a network. You know, just like you said, who you would advise them to contact. Of course, they have to choose who they want and feel comfortable with, but it helps if we can help them with a nice group or a team that they can choose to kind of establish themselves with. It just gives them that extra security that they're working with credible professionals um, because you hear about a lot of people that are not professionals and, you know, take advantage of, of immigrants. Um, and so I think for us, you and I both and the people we work with, that personal referral goes a long way to establishing credibility. Yeah, well said. And of course, you had COVID oh. and, and people. Yeah, there's another podcast. <laughs> How um, COVID affected all of us. That's the next podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But. But yeah, just having uh, the workforce and and the younger workforce and all the things and their views and working from home and mm-hmm. and uh, and you know and I think it's like any every business you want to build this culture and you want to have people around you and and uh, yeah so I I think the world is changing and and like I say business is tough uh, yeah it, obviously it's very rewarding um, you know the business owner business owner does get off at uh, you know, five thirty on Friday afternoon, which is an early day. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there's there's a lot of benefits of being the business owner, and and I don't want to be a a Debbie Downer. Uh, no, great but benefits it's true. To building a great business. And it's like true, and I mean, you've done that, and you with your career, thirty years plus your time at Raymond James. I mean, it's wonderful what you've built. One thing I really like working with Jerry is he's got that entrepreneurial spirit. He still has that excitement and energy. And I think sometimes it ebbs and flows for me um, based on the border situation or the politics. Um, but you always have, you always bring out that passion and 
that that support. And I think that it really comes through in terms of how you take care of the people that you work with. So I am very grateful for your time today. And I really appreciate you joining us on our podcast today. And I look forward to continuing our working relationship over many years to come, Jerry. Well, thank you, Evelyn. And and, uh, and like yourself, I mean, we, we feel off each other. You have that passion and, <laughs> and that care. And I'll leave with one last story. You know, when I came into this business 30 years ago, it could be very intimidating. I mean, there was bankers and accountants and 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 lawyers and and professional athletes in our training class. Wow! And it was um, that very first day. I just remember uh, the biggest advantage one could ever have is is knowledge is king, but caring is everything. It is. And 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 I think that's where you and I enjoy each other's company. Is that yeah? Uh, we have the same agenda, and that is look after people. Absolutely. Well, I really appreciate that. It's true. We wouldn't be doing this for all these years if we didn't love it and we didn't love our clients um, and the difference that we can make in their lives. So I'd love to thank you so much for joining me on the Ask Canada Immigration Podcast. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you soon, Jerry. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Evelyn. All the best. Stay safe. You too. That's it for the show today. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. Please share this episode and any others you feel that would help someone looking to make that move to Canada or the United States for work or for family. It would be so great if you could also write a review in Apple Podcasts to let others know about our show. Please give us a five-star rating. If you have any questions, please reach us at akalaw.com. That's A-C-K-A-H-L-A-W.com or call our main office in Calgary at 403-452-9515. Have a great day. Thank you. We look forward to helping you cross borders seamlessly.